Hello, Guru Fateh. Welcome to the Sikhcast. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us. We are back with the Shabbat of the week. And with me, I have Inikar. Inikar, Guru Fateh, thank you for being here. Guru Fateh Manpreet, to you and to your listeners. Uh, it's wonderful to be with all of you once again. Yes, and today's Shabbat is, I remember my own divine owner, the knower of all hearts. Inikar, please take it away. Thank you, Manpreet. So today's Shabbat is by Guru Ramdas Sahib in Rag Jaisri. It is on Ang on page 740 of the Guru Granth Sahib. And I begin. I surrender to my own Guru. I sing for eight pahars the praise of the all-pervasive, the all-pervasive. I remember my own divine owner, the knower of all hearts. Rahal, reflect. As love develops for the lotus feet, conduct becomes eternal, complete, and immaculate. By truth exemplar's grace, the one comes to reside in the mind. The evil of many lifetimes Leaves. O compassionate divine, bestow grace on the meek. Nanak asks for truth exemplars, dust blessing. We have kept the word pehers in the native as it is in the original, because peher is a unit of time equaling three hours, and eight pehers make 24 hours. So I surrender to my own Guru. I sing for 24 hours the praise of the all-pervasive, the all-pervasive. The Har, it has been said, is repeated twice as well, so we've kept it in that way. But before I begin with the Shabbat, I want to take a moment, maybe actually a few moments, to focus on the word lotus feet, which is charan kamal. So literally charan means feet and kamal means lotus. Hence, we can say charan kamal literally means lotus feet. However, in Gurbani, charan kamal are not physical feet. This is a sublime and mystical understanding. When we are awakened to our true nature, that we are pure consciousness, we experience this realization, this understanding. Charan Kamal, Lotus Feet, is a continuous, is continuous simran, reflection, remembrance. We can even say that lotus feet in Gurbani is Nam consciousness. There are many shepherds that also talk about washing of the lotus feet. And what washing of the lotus feet means is to live in that unbroken connection of Nam consciousness. And then there's another term that comes in drinking the wash water. And that means to be constantly experiencing 
the flow of Amrit within. And this is what we drink. This is our sustenance. This Amrit is what we bathe in. It's all within. Hence, there is no reason to go to pilgrimage sites to cleanse oneself. For the water, the Amrit, is within. I want to touch upon something else which is related to um, Charan Kamal. I often say, remember it in your heart or keep it in your heart. And I want to expand here. The heart that I'm talking about is the inner heart, which is the home of inner awareness, the inner mind, the higher consciousness, the mool. It's the root, the origin. In this home, pervades the divine light, which is in all. Many even call the inner heart the heart lotus, which is also another term for lotus feet, Charan Kamal. It is our spiritual center, which is different from our ego center. And this spiritual center is in everyone. So Gurbani reveals that deep within the heart this heart dwells the lotus feet. This is the inner heart, that seat of pure consciousness. This is the center of all centers. It's also called sometimes heart lotus. This is the support of life, the adhar of life. Just as the waves rise in the ocean, exist in the ocean, and then immerse back into the ocean. Similarly, the mind rises from this base, this seat, on which is it, on which it exists. And it is here where it finally dissolves. Therefore, the lotus feet are within everyone's heart lotus. And when the veil of ignorance is removed, we turn within we realize and experience this truth. For those who have been through the fire and are awake, truly awake, see the lotus feet within, experience the lotus feet within. Thus, we are not separate. We are not apart. The thought is within the seeker. The thought is within the seeker. If we just see a bracelet, a kangan, the gold becomes hidden. If we only see the waves, the ocean becomes hidden. If we just see the pot of clay, if we just see a pot, the clay becomes hidden. And if we just see the rays, the sun becomes hidden. But the reality is, that the ornament, the kangan, is nothing but gold, and that the pot is clay, and the waves are the ocean. In other words, the ornament can never leave the gold, or the pot can never leave the clay, the wave can never leave the ocean, and we can never leave the source. See? how liberating this is. And when we think of ourselves 
And when we can, or when we begin to think of ourselves as refined bodies, for that is really what we are, we may be then able to see the lotus feet within. For, the, for that, the first step is to look within. And what I mean by that is to focus one's attention, one's dhyan, on the infinite consciousness, the source of all bliss, of amrat. And when the individual consciousness intuitively, naturally, links itself with the supreme consciousness through Shabbat, we experience the joy of the lotus feet. We change from being guru-oriented, guru-centered, sorry, we change from the ego-centered, from ego-oriented to becoming guru-centered, guru-oriented, or gurmuk. And then the traits of anger, jealousy, ego, pettiness, they leave us. It happens naturally. It's not something that you do. It ju- they just leave. We, ne- we experience an incredible vastness, a oneness that is indescribable. It cannot be put into words, for it is an experience. Bliss floods, and there is a silence that descends. It's a silence where you experience the silence of the universe. It's really the silence of what is in the cosmic universe. Now let's get back to the Shabbat, and let's look at what Guru Sahib is revealing in the Shabbat. And I want to begin with the Rahau line. Simro Soprab Apna Swami Sagal Gataka Antar Jami Rahau I remember my own divine owner, the knower of all hearts. Rahau, reflect. We have translated Swami as divine owner and Antar Jami as knower with a capital K. So when you accept your Swami as your own, when you have surrendered and are in constant remembrance, then what happens? Love develops. Love develops for the lotus feet. See the stages, the acceptance, the remembrance, surrender, the awakening of love, the yearning to experience the lotus feet, Guru reveals when that happens, our conduct becomes eternal, complete, immaculate. This change in conduct happens through love, not through religious injunctions which are pervading right now and suffocating the flow of love. So focused are we on religious protocols that we have forgotten how to love, and we have forgotten love. And here Guru is revealing, when you develop love, 
then the conduct changes. For love is transforming. I want to pause here because conduct becoming eternal, complete, immaculate is very powerful. And what could that stage be like? And I've been reflecting on this all week. And I wonder, is it when one is filled with a deep feeling for the mystery of creation, for the oneness in creation, when the melody resounds within, when the tree within is blossoming, and when the water stream within, the amrit within, is flowing continuously, when every step becomes a miracle, when every breath becomes a discovery of endless love, is this the eternal, complete, immaculate conduct which transpires when we develop love for the lotus feet? It's a beautiful way to live, be in awe, in reverence, in love, and so much more. Back to the Shabbat. And then through Guru's grace, the one comes to reside within, and everything changes when the one enters. Your past deeds, evil deeds, what we have, they all leave. And this is the power of grace. This is also Guru redefining the prevailing religious systems of the time that say you are linked to your past deeds and there is nothing you can do in this lifetime. There is nothing you can do to change that. And here Guru is revealing, no, grace can change everything. In a blink of an eye, everything can happen. We see this in our history, in a blink of an eye, in grace. And in the court of the sixth Pacha, I believe it was, when the Brahman came to ask him, explain the verses of the Gita. And Guru Sahib looks at someone who is deaf and mute. And he says, and he looks at them, and the deaf and mute person starts to speak and reveals the Gita, what it means. This is in the blink of an eye. So the entire karmic theory is being redefined, are actually even shattered. So grace is what can change everything. And grace is within us. Are we feeling it? Rabdayal, compassionate divine, so appropriate or the attribute associated with the divine. And Guru Sahib is asking for this grace to be bestowed on the meek. And this is that last line of the Shabbat, and I reflect what is learning for me from this line. Guru is speaking for the meek, for the ones who cannot. Therefore, I must serve, shield, speak, stand with the ones that cannot. My Guru says so. There is so much in the Shabbat to absorb. The acceptance of the Swami. Accept within you that you belong 
to Swami, to the divine owner. That's the first step. Then to be in that remembrance. And it is that remembrance, when that remembrance becomes constant, the effortless surrender takes place. And then there's the revelation of love. Love is what makes one's conduct eternal, complete, immaculate, not religious protocols or injunctions. This is so universal. I feel this is the greatness of Guru. It's not tied to any one faith, tradition, custom, but it is for humanity. Love is what elevates and brings out the divine quality. And lastly, responsibility for speaking for those who cannot. There is much to absorb in this week's Shabbat Manpray, much to absorb. There definitely is. My question is about, uh, actually the last line, um, maybe we're going to go into it or not, but Nanak asks the truth exemplars dust blessing. I know it could be in Punjabi culture too, but explain dust blessing a little for us. Yeah, the dust blessing is the lotus feet. It is the dust. It is the humility. And you seek the dust. And it's that humility, that dust is blessed because of the teachings. It's Sant Rabala. Nanak Mange Sant Rabala. It is from the, the Sant is the truth exemplar. Is the one who is really guru in this case. And it is from when the teachings are within you, that does, that humility is the blessing which you ask for continuously. Bestow the grace and uh, and the dust. And that it's that, how, it's actually a blessing, but it's the blessing is the dust blessing. Mm, how do I explain this? is because this entire Shabbat is about the lotus feet um, and the connection is this lotus feet and this dust blessing go together. Does that make sense? Are you able no, it to does. See that? It does. I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's, no, it's very, it is very humble. You know, it's very humbling. It is also in this one, there is a mystical understanding to it because it's very much within um, we are so used to touching everyone's feet um, and seeking their blessing, which is, I'm not saying which is wrong, but here this is something else. When love develops for the lotus feet, so those lotus feet, that love is very different for, that, for those lotus feet. So it's critical that we understand what lotus feet and what is the purpose or what is the significance of the lotus feet. Because only when that love develops for that lotus, for those lotus feet that everything changes. So I felt, and that's why I took the time to explain, uh, to delve into the lotus feet. Because to me, that was, um, you know, as I began my journey and delving and and you know, working closely with Shabbat as Shabbat was working with me and is constantly is, there are certain concepts 
and certain words that have a deeper meaning, which are rooted in culture, because lotus, Lakshmi, is also, you know, we we have Lakshmi, the Hindu goddess, standing in, in the lotus. So there is a lot of significance in that lotus, but this is not that lotus. This is something quite different, which is within all of us, there is no Lakshmi. This is the lotus, that the flower, which is within us, the lotus within us, for when it blooms. And it is within everyone. It is grace. It is through grace. And I love the idea, not the idea, I love the way the evil of many lifetimes leads. This is in the, um, I don't want to call it in the spiritual world, and yet I want to say, it is when this is so powerful in for people who are searching and saying, okay, in this lifetime, I have to suffer because this is what it's for the deeds of my past and whatever it is and the suffering I take on and everything of that. And Guru said, no, when the one comes, when the grace is, everything leaves you. It's redefining, it's extremely liberating. You're in that consciousness. So this Shabbat for me was really um, quite powerful when I was when I was translating it and then when we were working on it, it was it was like every step there was a new learning, um, a subtler understanding. And then when I began to um, meditate and contemplate and reflect on what lotus feet really meant. And you know, the, the and I began to write because I needed to write this down because there was so much that was it was just flowing that I said, I don't want to miss out on this. Because sometimes when you're in that moment, uh, things just flow. And I wanted to capture all that because it was a learning for me as well. Sometimes you think you know it, but when you have to articulate it, then it's a different uh, feeling. You want to make sure that you do it to the best of your ability and to that understanding which you have at this moment in this time. Not to say that this will not change, but at this moment in this time, this is what I understand, this is what I feel about this Shabbat. I really appreciate you sharing that with us because when I first read the Shabbat, I totally read Lotus Feet in a different way. And so I'm so happy you explained it because now it changes the whole Shabbat for me. Um, so I really, really appreciate that. That's why I love doing these things. I love talking to you. I love doing these transcreations. I learned so much. Inikar, as usual, thank you very much for this transcreation. Um, definitely made me think of the Shabbat in a different way. Uh, for everybody that wants to see this transcreation, listen to it in the rag. It's supposed to be listened to. Um, listen to and also uh, read it in Gurmukhi. Uh, please log on to sikri.org, click on the Experience tab, and you can see all our Shabbats of the week. Inigar, once again, beautiful Shabbat. Thank you for sharing it with us. Oh, my pleasure, and thank you, Manpreet. Guru Fateh to you and to your listeners. Guru Fateh.